0: Before we jump into this week's episode, and I'm really excited for you to meet Keith Crusher Rush, I wanted to let you know that the audio is not perfect on this episode. There's a little bit of popping noises, and I had debated whether I would just record a summary of the episode, or if I'd let you hear what Keith had to say on his own. I voted today, I made the executive decision that what he had to say and how he says it, it's more important to hear his words. This is a slightly abbreviated episode uh, from the live show that is on my Facebook page and YouTube channel, and that's because I tried to edit out some of the worst of the popping noise. We still don't know where it came from, But be that as it may, his words are powerful. He has an amazing stroke survivor story journey, and the man is crushing it. So I hope you enjoy. Have a wonderful day. What would you want the general public either to know about stroke or how would you want them to interact with you if you came upon them on the street?
1: With kindness. That's the main thing, just be kind and be courteous. And you know, you got a whole lot of mean people and you got a whole lot of nice people. Be kind, be kind, be kind to your fellow, everybody who's in the wheelchair. I knew not the first thing about drugs. I knew they happened to older people. The main thing is that everybody in the public is to just be kind. it could be a simple thing as to holding the door open.
0: That's right. Or, uh, the simple courtesy. The
1: simple thing, yeah. It could be holding a door open or helping them they drop something on the ground, helping them get it up, you know, cause every everything is not gonna be perfect with them.
2: Welcome to the Listen for Life podcast with Genevieve Richardson. Genevieve is a speech language pathologist rehabilitating adults with communication challenges after a stroke or due to a neurological impairment. Get equipped with knowledge from experts in the field and professionals you need to know. We'll hear stories and experiences from others who are navigating life with aphasia. So put your earphones in and take a walk outside. This isn't just a podcast. This is a community a resource, and a support system. We're in this together. Do life.
0: Good morning, everybody. Genevieve Richardson here from Life Speech Pathology and Life Aphasia Academy. And I am super excited to introduce you to my guest today. I'm going to let him introduce himself, but Basically, you can call him Crusher, which is like the coolest name ever. So before we get started, I need to let you know, for those of you who have aphasia, for caregivers, spouses, partners, adult children of people who have aphasia, I have a new course. So let me pop it up here and show you what that looks like. I created the Unlocking Aphasia video course. It is all about the fundamentals of aphasia. We talk about the different kinds of aphasia. We talk about motor speech disorders, cognition. I'm going to take this down. Cognition and how all of those things impact language, how we communicate with others, how we form connections with the people that we love, how we make connections with people we're familiar with, and the folks that we are just meeting for the first time, whether it's going to the post office and buying stamps or talking to the cashier at the grocery store. This course is a fundamental foundation course about aphasia. It's affordable. There is a lot of great content built into this course. To learn more about it, let's see if I can do this. I have a QR code that I'm gonna pop up into this corner that says unlocking aphasia. So if you scan that QR code with your phone on the photo setting, it will take you to my website where you can learn more about what's included in the course and if it's a right fit for you. Help me build the community to support folks who have aphasia. So without further ado, my public service announcement is over. Here we go, Keith. All right, all right,
1: basically. What you see is what you get in me. I'm just a goofball man. I'm just crazy like that. Okay.
0: Well, let's go back a little bit, Keith. I'm super excited about these books that you're writing. Oh, you.
1: Well,
0: absolutely, because you are living, sir.
1: Yes, I'm blinking and I'm breathing every single day.
0: Right. And,
1: you know, like I said before, I bless black and I'm highly favored. That's because I'm blinking and I'm breathing like every single day. You can't be dead. It's all from God's grace.
0: Love that. So, Keith, tell us a little bit about who you were before you had your stroke.
1: Yes, ma'am, I was a six foot nine, 200 and something pounds. Oh, man, oh, man, monstrosity of a man. Uh, BMW, you know what they call a BMW, a black man working. Yes. And so I was I was just there over and I worked at the TV station in the of Georgia. And I was the man, the man with the plan, the man that George. And that is the only thing I was looking for, I guess I was looking for a wife. And now I have all my all cars and everything, everything you could name that I, I I was just, I was doing good, doing good for myself. When I'm still doing good for myself, don't get it twisted now, I'm still doing good for myself. Yeah, I mean, it just is you know, what they did, it is, it happens. It could have happened when I was 17 or 77. You never know, but it happened when I was 27 years old. And since then, I'm now 41. I've been living, I've been surviving every day, you know, because a lot of people with strokes don't make it. a lot lot of people with strokes don't make it but we live to see another day and I'm a part of the group we have constant communication with each other because we need to we need to talk we need to we went through a whole lot of trauma, man. And you're talking about the brain, you talking about speech, you talking about some of everything we've been through. And uh, about the group that I, I'm in, strokes some of, gent, strokes, of, those girls, I get that so strength in you. That's what that is. George Howler, Junior Hernandez, Jennifer Roberts, Jennifer White, Katrina Prince, Heather there, and me. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, we're just a whole bunch of group of people that just get together and we. it's like a core group of us. And we just talk. We just talk about it because that's what we need to do.
0: I agree. So, Keith, we have a question from the audience. I'm going to pop it up here on the screen. So, Linda is asking, you said you played football. Was your stroke caused by an injury?
1: No, ma'am. Miss, Linda. I
0: did play football. I,
1: I, I did play football. I was a, what they call a band geek. And I was a band geek. I played five different musical instruments. What? I want to
0: know. Name them. All five instruments.
1: tuba, the, uh, the trombone, the baritone, the drum. And
0: I- so you're, Could is it fair to say you're a horn man?
1: A horn, man, yeah. <laughs> I get it from my daddy. My dad played the horn in his church band. Can
0: you tell us what brought on your stroke, Keith?
1: Well um, the doctor told me it was it was nothing. But you gotta think about it. I mean cause I wasn't overweight. I was I, I was heavy and down, I lost about the weight. I lost about uh, 175 pounds, and the weight just kept falling on me and falling on me.
0: So I believe you told me when we met last night it was an AV malformation. Is yes, that? I hear you right, an arterial venous malformation. Yes, How
1: ma'am. Was- Apparently, it was in my brain. It controls all oh, the, like, my nerves are real there right now, too. It controls everything in the all the veins. In the brand, cause I can do everything. I can do all things through Christ that in me. But I can do everything except walk and talk
0: right. But what you can do, Keith, is share your message
1: yes ma'am. through
0: your interviews and through your books.
1: I can. Guess- I guess, well, the thing about that is at first, I didn't write books. At first, I didn't even read that much. I I read real well, but I didn't read books. I read like magazines and stuff. And all of a sudden, I became a writer. And all of a sudden, I became an author. I was like, "Huh, oh, I have about 10 or 20 books that are going to be coming out. And that's why I'm going on tour right now.
0: So love it. it. So, yes. so let's talk about, you've had a 13-year journey.
1: Yes. Yes. I was thinking like, is this life? Mm. Really, because you had so many friends before you got sick and next thing you know, people love you, but, I mean, you don't have, have no friends, no more well, nobody who you can call, they move, people move on with their life, and so, except, except for you, you have to stay there at the same position, at the same situation that you're in. And nobody really wants to be around anybody who is slowing them down. And you gotta realize that. But for the one years old now, it's like I gotta get a new crop of friends, but it's kinda sorta too late.
0: Hmm. So we have another question here I want to put up. Let's see. Jay is asking, many people would get depressed and tend to isolate in your situation. What gave you the courage and motivation to write these books?
1: You know what, that's a good question. That's a good question. Oh man, that's a real good question. <laughs> I got a real
0: good answer. Gold stars you. for Jay, right? right yeah, hey,
1: good, good, good one, Jay. I got a real good answer for you. Okay, I went into isolation. I don't really go outside that much anymore because you feel that you always gotta have somebody to assist you and to help you. And it's hard. It is very hard to get somebody to help you out and everything. Um, Somebody who can be there right by your side. You know, you get people but you gotta pay them, you know what I'm saying? You gotta pay people. And the thing about it is, a lot of people who are disabled don't really have funds like that. I tried so many different avenues. I tried doing the GoFundMe account, but you don't want people all up in your business. Well, what do you do? I don't know what to do. And that's what motivated me to write the book. You see, just go ahead and learn it all out, put everything out there on paper so everybody knows because you don't want to give people you cash out. You don't want to give people to go for a mail what is me, I got for then? Who knows? Okay, but what I'm saying is, how am I gonna get the resources that I need to do things with? This is what I'm gonna have to do. Just write that all down and write a book. And so what I did was my origin story I just wrote it all down wrote a book, just like I I came up to uh, the realization I might have a gift here.
0: Love it. So, Keith, let's talk about your books. I
1: have like 10 by 20 of them. They can always go to my website. I, I, I was just trying to generate some money a comment, in my pocket, whatever God
0: bless so people can find your books on crushtherwriter.com. this
1: comment.
0: Keith I love your joy
1: <laughs>
0: Have yeah. you ever thought of somebody saying Keith you have so much joy but you do you have this enthusiasm and vigor
2: passion
0: yeah. and, and it comes through. I imagine that all of that comes through in your books as well.
1: Yeah, nobody's that perfect.
0: <laughs> That's right. We need it. We need grace for ourselves and we need to give grace to others. That's right.
1: That's right. Yeah. And I appreciate you letting me come on the speech pathology show. You know, I know the only thing i say about my speech is that people people love it when they talk to me they love talking to me even though i talk a little different you gotta understand what i'm saying
0: keith what would you say to other stroke survivors that are not that have not come around to the level that you have yet, how would you give them hope and inspiration to move forward?
1: Hey, Amen. you got to hang on in there, brother sister. I swear, it's a hard journey. I never knew 13 years ago I would be sitting right here. Because life is not guaranteed for nobody. And I never knew that I would be sitting right here going by day, by day.
0: I have one more question. What would you say that people that are not familiar with the stroke community, people that haven't been around people that are in wheelchairs or have changes in their speech or changes in how they put their words together to communicate, What would you want the general public either to know about stroke or how would you want them to interact with you if you came upon them on the street?
1: With kindness. That's the main thing. Just be kind and be courteous and You know, you got a whole lot of mean people and you got a whole lot of nice people. Be kind, be kind, be kind to your fellow, everybody who's in the wheelchair. I I knew not the first thing about drugs. I knew they happened to older people. The main thing is that everybody in the public is the just Kind. It could be a simple thing as to holding a door open.
0: That's right. A simple courtesy. Which simple
1: someone... thing, yeah. It could be holding a door open or helping them they drop something on the ground, helping them get it up. You know, because every everything is not gonna be perfect with them.
0: So we, the general public, need to make some simple, very simple accommodations wow. to support you because you're out there doing. You're out there doing when so many others that don't have your challenges may not be out there doing.
1: But take this out. I got over word for you and the capable boy. Handicapable. I am handicapable to do all things and everything.
0: Well, I know words have power. Okay. And everybody has, whether they've had a stroke or not, everybody has their own journey, their own challenges. Yours just show more. Right. Because you've had the stroke, you're in a wheelchair and your speech is a little different, but you are still crusher. Yeah. personality is still there. You are still intelligent. That has not changed. And that's where I think the general public doesn't understand that just because a stroke has happened or something else, It doesn't mean you've lost who you are.
1: Exactly. You are
0: are still there, dude. And you are crushing it with these books.
1: Yeah, I'm crushing it. Yeah, I like that. I'm crushing it with the books. Okay, I did. That.
0: All right, you can have it. You can have it. I won't even, you know, uh, I won't even charge okay. you for, for the for the trademark or the copyright on it. Yeah, Keith,
1: uh, I got you.
0: Keith, thank you for your time, sir. You have been a joy to talk to last night and today.
1: Indeed.
0: That you know, technology can get the best of us. As my audience knows, normally I'm pretty good about technology, but doing this whole live show is a whole other bag.
1: Indeed. <laughs> I got you.
0: Keith, thank you, sir. I wish you the best on your book tour. I want you to keep crushing the numbers.
1: And everything was the thing now, yes, sir. Miss, whoever Gabriella is out there, if you take a look at my book, in the top right corner, there's a silhouette of this lady by the name of Gabriella. I think I know who she is. I think I know who she is. So just holler at your boy, Gabriella. When I was in the hospital and I was in the coma, you, you can't hear. You can hear it. You can hear. You just can't really see. And so I was coming out of my coma, and somebody came in my ear and whispered, "Camila." What? They came in, and I saw. I looked up. I saw a silhouette. I couldn't see it, but I saw a Silhouette walking away. She was walking click She high high heels all. And she turned around, she looked back at the face, she turned around, and she said, Bye-bye now. <laughs> and I said, Oh my God. Oh my God, I gotta find who this Gabrielle.
0: <laughs> Wow what a story thank you so much for your time today
1: yes ma'am it was
0: a, a blessings to you sir and keep fighting the good fight indeed and I want to
1: say shout
0: out to the kids I'm moderate
1: you so I thought the halfway hook I thought about the halfway hook there
0: <laughs> halfway hook there huh
1: yeah all right.
0: All right, Keith, so hang on. We'll be right back to you. Okay. Audience. Thank you so so much for being here week after week. I greatly appreciate you and you all have a fabulous day and make sure you crush it. It's my new thing, Keith. <laughs> and make sure you go out there and crush your day.
2: Thanks for tuning in to the Listen for Life podcast. We hope you feel empowered and supported. Head over to listenforlifepodcast.com to see the show notes with links and information from today's episode. Do you have a topic, a resource to share, or a guest recommendation? Inquiring minds want to know. Let us know in the comments section. Wishing you a fabulous week.